0: loss is hard. Loss is, is never easy. No matter what kind of loss it is, it's always difficult. Uh, whether it's the loss of a loved one, a spouse, a parent, a child, a friend, it's of course not easy. Or whether it's the loss of a pet or a home in a move or uh, even something as inconsequential as the loss of your favorite comfortable old sweater to goodwill. Loss is never easy. Uh, I know this is true for me. Uh, I do not like clutter. I don't like a lot of extra stuff lying around. I like things to be pretty clean and simple. And So what I try to do, I don't always do it, but what I try to do is every few months or so, I go through the office here at church or my closets back at home and I try to find the things that I'm not using or haven't used that I can give away and lose to, to goodwill or, or the trash. And so I'll go through uh, my office and, and I'll look at my bookshelf and I'll, I'll pull a book off the shelf that I've never read And I know I never will, but I had to buy it for some class way back when. And I'll look at that book and and think about losing it to goodwill. Uh, But then as I look at the book, I'll think, oh, I remember what class I had to buy this for. And then I'll think about the professor who taught the class. And and then I'll think about all my friends who were in that class with me. And suddenly this book that I've never read and have no plans of ever reading, uh, it becomes overwhelming to think about losing it. Uh, I, I think about this when I go through my closet, too. I'll pull out a shirt out of the closet, that I haven't worn in 10 plus years and have no intention of ever wearing again. And I pull out that shirt and all the memories flood my mind of where I wore it and and who I was with. And then the loss of losing that shirt uh, becomes paralyzing and back in the closet it goes. A loss is not easy. It's good for us. It's necessary sometimes, like when your spouse tells you to lose that ratty old sweater. But it's almost never easy. Uh, To be honest, loss is one of the hardest things uh, that I have to do as a pastor, confronting and dealing with loss. I I wish it was easy. I wish it just came naturally to me. Uh, But maybe it doesn't for anyone. I wish it was one of those parts of the calling that you could just skip over and just talk about the things that feel good and put smiles on people's faces. But that's not what Christians and Christian pastors are called to do. and so. Uh, It's not easy to stand in front of a group of people and to talk to them. Even though it's scriptural and good and godly, it's not easy to get up in front of a group of people and ask them to give their hard-earned money into an offering plate and to make that financial loss. It's not easy to look at two people in my office who love each other very much and to tell them that God loves them too uh, but that he doesn't want them to live together before they're married. That that's just not part of his plan. Uh, It's not easy. Uh, to talk to someone and say, you know what, you might have to lose out on a night of fun on Saturday night if it means you're going to be in worship on Sunday morning. That's not easy to sit with someone, a man in the hospital room, as he's preparing to lose his wife to cancer or whatever disease. It's, It's never easy to go through loss. This is not just a pastor problem, though, right? Uh, this is a, a problem, an issue for all of us Christians. Loss is hard. And and truthfully, and, and I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes it can feel like the Christian faith is all about loss, right? Uh, we're, we're constantly told in church that we have to lose things. It's one of the first lessons we learn. You come to, to church, to Sunday school, and you learn the Ten Commandments, and you hear, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. That's Loss, loss, loss. We are told that to be a Christian is to sacrifice and serve, right? Which is good, necessary, but it involves loss of time and energy and comfort. Uh, We're told that we're going to have to lose out on the office gossip that everyone else is having fun with at work. We're going to lose out on money in the offering plate. Uh, We're going to lose out on Sunday brunch with our non church going friends because we're here in worship with our brothers and sisters. Uh, It can feel in many ways like to be a Christian is just to lose. And truthfully, that is one of the amazingly difficult realities of our faith, that we are called uh, to a life of loss. And there's no hiding it. You all know that. You've experienced loss. You know it's true. We can pretend it's not for a little while, but it's, but it's true. And that's a, a hard reality of the faith. Uh, but today, God's word reminds us that everything that we lose cannot compare to what we find in Jesus. Jesus. See, as Christians, we trust that everything we lose, and we will lose, we know it, but everything that we lose cannot compare to what we find in Jesus. And this is the tension we see in our gospel reading for today that we just heard from Matthew chapter 10, this tension between losing and finding. Uh, Today's gospel reading came on the heels of the last two weeks of, of readings. Uh, where, where God has or Jesus has been gathering his disciples together. He's been preparing them to send them out into the world to be his hands and feet, to show real tangible acts of mercy and compassion and healing to a broken, hurting world. And as he's preparing them, he's been letting them know, and I think us know too, that to be a disciple and to follow Jesus is never going to be easy. It's, it's going to be really hard sometimes. And, and today especially, he focuses in on that loss. And he reminds us that we are going to lose things. It it comes up right away in the reading, in the very first verses, if you have your bulletin with you. In verse 34, Jesus reminds us that when he is number one, uh, when he is our ultimate authority, our Lord, when our trust and our hope is in him, we will lose things. And and sometimes we're going to lose things that are very near and dear to us. Jesus talks about the loss of families. And some of us, we can't even imagine losing our family. Or if you have lost family, you know how hard that is. And and I, I don't think Jesus is saying here that all of us Christians now need to go home and betray and deny our families and turn our backs on them. That's not what he's saying. But I think he is saying when Jesus is number one, there's no 1A. And when Jesus is number one in your life, sometimes we're going to lose things that, that, we, that we love with all of our heart and soul. There's loss involved. He says that we're going to have to take up our crosses and follow him. That's going to cost us some loss. It, cost Jesus the loss of his very own life, right? So we maybe shouldn't expect to get away without losing anything either. And then he goes on and he says something very important. He says, Whoever finds his life will lose it, but the one who f- who loses his life for my sake will find it. He says, Whoever finds his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Uh, maybe we need to unpack that a little bit. And uh, I'd like to start that by by having us think about a very important question. I think a question that everyone needs to ask themselves, Christians, non-Christians, everywhere in between. Uh, No one can answer this question for you, and you're not allowed to answer it for anyone else. It's a question we all need to think about, though. And and that question is, where do you find life? Where do you look to to find a true life, a good life, a full life, an abundant life? What does that kind of life look like to you? Another way of thinking about this might be to, to picture for yourself when when you picture or think about someone who is living the life, you know, someone who's got it made, someone who is successful, someone who is living a full and good and abundant life, what do you picture that life looking like? Do you, do you picture it uh, being a life of money? Do you picture it a, 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 Do you picture someone who's got all the fancy cars in the world or, or the big home? Do you picture someone who goes on exotic vacations? Is that what the life looks like to you? Do you picture someone who eats out at only the best and fanciest restaurants and, and posts the pictures online afterwards? Uh, do you picture someone who's won all the awards and who has all the accolades, the fancy titles and the letters before their names and, and, and the, the awards on the wall to, to prove it? Uh, do you picture someone with titles and degrees, someone who is physically beautiful? When you think about someone who's living the life, who's really got it made, uh, what do you picture? Because I think what Jesus is telling us today is that you can lose all of this or for some of us, you can never even have it to begin with and you can still find life. And so is this what we picture when we picture a good life, a true life, an abundant life or do we picture Jesus? Because today Jesus is telling us that the true life is only found in him and take everything else away and we can still have life. That's what Jesus means when he says the one who finds his life will lose it, but the one who loses his life, for my sake, will find it. He's saying that everything we need is only found in him. Uh, the, The things we desperately need, grace and forgiveness, are found in Jesus. He is the only one who can cleanse up the messes that we've made for ourselves. Only Jesus can fill the longings of our hearts for love and acceptance. Only Jesus can give us a joy and a peace that will outlast anything else in this world. And so whether you have a lot or you don't, you have more than you need in Jesus. Now this is not to say that all of these things are bad, right? I don't think Jesus tells us that money is not inherently bad, cars and homes, so don't go home and like sell your house and put it on the market and give away all your money. Uh, That's not what Jesus is saying. But I I think what he is saying is is if we try to wring or squeeze out of these things a life that they were never meant to give us, we're going to come up dry every single time. But when we find our life in Jesus, we will have more than we could ever imagine. You see, as, as Christians, I think over time, the longer that we trust in Jesus and look in him and find our life in him, we'll begin to ask ourselves a whole new set of questions. The longer that we find our life in Christ, we'll begin to ask ourselves, what can I lose? You know, what can I lose for the sake of Jesus? What can I give away? What sacrifice can I make for the sake of Christ? Because I have everything I need and even more, because my treasure is Jesus, what can I begin to lose? A lot of us have spent lifetimes collecting things, right? Cars, homes, money, accolades, positive opinions from other people. But to be a Christian is to say, "How can I give all that up? What can I lose for the sake of Christ?" We're not asking ourselves, "Okay, what's the minimum I need to put in the offering plate this weekend so that God's happy with me?" Uh, pastor, is that two percent or five percent or ten percent? No, as Christians, we're asking, "How much more can I lose? How much more can I give?" I gave this much last week, but but this week, because my treasure is in Christ and He's given me everything I need and even more. How much more can I give? How can I lose out on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday morning or a, or a Tuesday evening so that I can come to worship or, or serve my neighbor or better my community or neighborhood? How can I lose and give of my time and my energy? What sacrifices can I make? And then when, when all the other losses come upon us, when we lose friends or respect because we're willing to stand up for our faith and, and talk about Jesus, we'll have this overwhelming confidence that Jesus is my friend. He's my Lord, and and he's not going anywhere. Now, this is not to say um, that losing will be easy, right? I don't think it ever comes naturally to us. By the power of the Holy Spirit, it becomes easier, I think. But I still don't think that making sacrifices and losses is ever just naturally easy for us a couple of weeks ago, I, I ran into this woman, uh, this elderly woman who I had known and uh, just kind of randomly ran into her. And uh, as we were kind of talking and catching up, it was it was great to see her. And I noticed right away, though, that her her husband wasn't with her. And, and so I asked her, I said, how's your husband doing? Uh, where's he at today? And it was one of those moments where as soon as the words left my mouth, I could see it on her face. She had lost her husband. He was no longer with us. And It was obvious right away she began to cry because loss is hard. It's never easy and it's real. And I kind of stuttered through some words, trying my best uh, to give my condolences, but I was having trouble finding the words because loss is hard and it's never easy. And and as we began to talk, the the woman said to me something that really stuck out to me. She said, yeah, I lost my husband, Uh, but Jesus did not. She said, I lost my husband. That loss was real for her. It was tangible and, and it hurt and it certainly wasn't easy. But she said, but Jesus didn't lose him. You See, brothers and sisters, we might lose everything that this world has to offer. We might lose the big things and the little things, the things that are near and dear to us. We might struggle and cry and hurt through our losses. But, but today we are reminded, I think, that Jesus never loses us. That he will never set you aside and walk away to somehow lose track of you. No, you are God's child. He holds you in his strong and loving arms. You are his beautiful son or daughter. And no matter what in this life is taken from you, no matter what you might never have, you have Jesus. He has found you. You are his. See, as Christians, we trust that everything we lose, we will lose, That everything we lose cannot compare to the life that we find in Christ. In his name.